High School Slumber Party is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Welcome, comic book lovers, environmentalists, ravers, and intellectuals. Oh, and an extra special shout-out to the dance club today. This is another summer school edition of High School Slumber Party, the podcast where me and some friends look back at our teenage years through the lens of some iconic high school-centric films. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and the party's at my house this evening. But first, school is still in session. So how's everyone doing? Enjoying your summer? been a pretty good summer for me, I have to say that. Maybe not so much for you because you're in summer school, but that's okay. Did you guys watch the summer Netflix sensation The Kissing Booth, as it was your homework? So I hadn't seen it, but I just kept seeing things about it on Twitter, on Facebook, and I was like, I have to see this film. All the kids were talking about it, so, you know, I'm hip. I'm hip to it. I decided to watch it. And I also decided to summon my Twitter slumber club, if you will. See who would want to co-host with me. And guess what? I'm not as uncool as you think. I got an answer. So my guest this week is Shawnee Mead, and she's stopping by the slumber party all the way from Australia. Oz, the land down under. Super excited to have her. I mean, it was an awesome experience. Oh, you know what that sound means. I can't keep you much longer. So pack your favorite jammies, tell your mother you're sleeping over Brian's, because we're about to get our party on. So here's the song I picked out for this movie. It's not in the movie, but it has the word kiss in it. Your Kiss is on my list by Hall & Oates. Class dismissed.
So the reason like I wanted to do this film and do this film right away because I get these Google alerts in my email just for all high school movies and teen movies just to see. Right. And you know, Twitter, Facebook, everything was blowing up about this movie and like half of all the articles out every day were about this <laughs> this film. Yes. Everywhere. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it's a Netflix <laughs> film. So, as you know, I asked people on Twitter who wanted to be, if anyone wanted to be on my show, gladly. And no one, no one wanted to be except for me. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't very popular. I'll put it that way. Yes, yes. Not very popular with, like, the, you know, Cage crew, I guess, because it's not, it's not as good as some of those movies. <laughs> no, I mean... No, def- certainly not popular on the network. <laughs> and just in general, yeah. the demographic that currently follows me is not what I think, like, who, who these the intended demographic for this film was. Yeah, I don't know how many, like, 15-year-old girls you've got listening to your podcast. <laughs> I doubt any. I doubt any. But, so, no. so not too many volunteers. But I thought, you know what, this is going to be a fun episode because we get to talk about a lot of fun things. And, well... Yeah. Shoni, welcome to the slumber party. Oh, thank you very much, Brian. I haven't been to a slumber party, well, sleepover, as I would call it in my country. I haven't been to a sleepover for quite a while. It's been a while. You call it sleepover. <laughs> I mean, we call it sleepover too. Slumber party is just like the more fun way to say it, but that does not exist yeah. in Australia. That's what you're saying. No, we, yeah, no, I've never been invited to a slumber party. It's always a sleepover. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for coming aboard. Do you have sli- well, sleeping bags in Australia, I assume? Um. Yes. No, we, we definitely have those. <laughs> we do a lot of camping in Australia because I, I figured. I <laughs> I didn't want to do any stereotypical things. So Yes, no, no, we have bags for sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been asking uh, my guests lately uh, this <clears throat> question, but what sleeping bag are you bringing to the slumber party? Oh, see, I've been trying to prepare for this because I listened to another episode the other day and I went, oh, oh, I'll prepare, so I'm not. Um, well, I think my actual sleeping bag was pretty boring it was kind of just blue i think it had red on it or something but i don't know if i oh, if i could have any sleeping bag i wanted i don't know i might go for one of those weird ones that like it's like a jumpsuit and you kind of like zip and you have like your arms and legs free and you can just like roll around in your sleeping bag oh thing. that's cool yeah i've seen that that's yeah so i might maybe i'd have one of those i mean i'd probably get to a sleepover and then go i think i've made the wrong choice I think <laughs> I a, a regular one like everyone else because now i look like a dork but uh <laughs> but hey you know the dorks in these movies are pretty cool, so in my yeah, in dorks, my opinion. <laughs> dorks roll the school in high school movies. <laughs> so you, you mentioned that you've listened to the podcast before. Well, thank you. I mean yeah, I appreciate I that. No, um, I, I love a good high school movie, so this one was uh right up my alley because I watch a lot of them. And I do mm-hmm. as well, and I certainly plan to. So do you yes. do you know from listening? how to introduce yourself in the slumber party uh yes i do i do know how to do that um i won't have a mascot to discuss with you because we don't really do that in australia either which um, i know because you mentioned it to me while we were talking i was like what but we'll get into that in a second try your best to introduce Um, yourself with the rest of it all right um well i guess um i graduated from high school in 2007 so you know i'm a bit old but that's okay um i went to oak bank area school in the small town of oak bank in adelaide south australia 
There we go. Um, <laughs> you forgot to say your name at the beginning. Oh, what did, oh I think because you already said my name. All right. Well, um, hi, everyone. I am Shawnee. Yeah. Uh, that probably would have been good if I'd seen my name before. <laughs> Perfect. Great. I, I'm, just, I'm just a name. I'm just a nameless. I'm just anonymous. <laughs> well, again, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for uh, coming to the slumber party from halfway around the world. Yes. Um, I'm also coming from the future. So it's, yeah, I've traveled quite a way to be here. <laughs> I'm recording this on a Thursday night and you're recording this tomorrow. I am. It is currently Friday. It is Friday. It is nearly 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, yeah. which kind of means I'm like the straggler at the sleepover. <laughs> We've had breakfast and everyone's waiting for me to go home, but I haven't gone home yet. So. <laughs> Was that actually you, or did you go home right away? Um, no, I was kind of, you know, I was never the one left that they were like, oh, God, it's now, like, you know, lunchtime, and she still hasn't gone. <laughs> um, I think a few times when I hosted sleepovers, there's always one like that. It's kind of, you go, actually, now I think I have to host them for the rest of the day because they haven't gone away, gone home yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. That hasn't been brought up yet on this on this uh, yeah, podcast, but, but that is so true. Like sometimes stay there welcome and then like the parents will rock up at like three o'clock and go oh i hope the day was good thanks for feeding them lunch <laughs> yeah i've been out you know shopping all day because i thought i'd you know leave my kid with you but it was always interesting when it was the one friend you weren't that close with but they were the one who lingered so you just kind of that was always who it was it was never <laughs> your best friend it was always that kid that you were like mm, now that everyone's gone i don't really know what to say to them because we're not actually mates, but, uh, <laughs> but, but we are today. <laughs> so I have a couple questions for you. First, Go ahead. you mentioned you've seen a lot of high school film, your listener of the show. Uh -huh. I, in my opinion, at least from what I've seen, and correct me if I'm wrong, most high school films tend to be American high school films. Yes, yes, they are, they do. We don't actually make that many. Like I was trying to think of an Australian high school film, and I couldn't think of one. I'll we had a I'll lot of TV shows that were about Australian high schools, but pretty much if an Australian kid wants to watch a high school movie, it's going to be an American one. Yeah, because uh, honestly, like there are not too many just in general non-American high school films. There are some. There are some British ones where they're at like boarding schools and stuff. But yeah, but often British ones are like a TV show, like it'll be the Inbetweeners or whatever, but not like an actual movie about it. So yeah, yeah not too many. So I guess my question is. Besides for the mascot thing, have you noticed some differences between the American high school experience and the Australian one? Well, one, I've never been to a kissing booth, um, <laughs> ever. And I actually find the whole concept of that a bit creepy, especially at a school. But uh, anyway. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, we. I didn't have a cafeteria at my school. Um, we had a canteen that was sort of in the school hall but you couldn't go in there and eat. You had to sort of go and eat outside. Mm, that's interesting. Even in winter, you'd have to sit outside. Really? Um, yeah, so we don't, we don't have that. We did have a school uniform, obviously. Though I have been to a school that didn't have one, but, you know, for high school, I was in a uniform. But uh, gotcha. I think, like, everything is different. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, and every time I watch a high school movie, I sort of watch them and go, Ah, that feels like real high school to me. But I, mean, I did have a locker, but I only got it in year 12. And there weren't really that many. You had to like get in early the year before and like put your name down. And it was like 
a half locker, like in a hallway. Oh, wow. Somewhere. Mine was attached to two other people. But then one of the days, all the guys decided that they'd like turn the locker around of one of like the dorky guys. But my locker was attached to his. Um, <laughs> so I came out into the hall and needed to get some books out of it. And then went like, what are you doing? And they went, oh, sorry, we're turning Joshua's locker around. Because like, you know, we thought we'd, you know, take the mick out of him today. And I went, um, do you mind if I get my books? And they went, no, no, that's fine. Um, and then they just like spun them back around and went, just get out, whatever. And then I got my books out and then locked it up and they turned it back around. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think a bit later in the day they'd put it back because they got in trouble. So luckily I could, you know, get my school bag back. But, uh, but yeah. That seems like kind of a, a universal global high school experience. Was the kid's name Joshua? Sorry, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those. There was like, when I went to school, there was like, and it's that thing then there had to be like, you know, Josh T and Josh S and Josh B and I was like, because everyone and Matt and Matthew, there's like Matt C and Matt D and Matt F and like, you know, isn't that every other funny? Was called Matt. Yeah, but, like you never see that in movies unless it's played to comedy, but it's, it's so funny that like somebody's identity for 12, 15 years is like, like you said, Matt D. Yeah. You know Chris B, right? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or often what we do in Australia because we love to shorten people's names. Like we add a lot of O and Y on the end. So if your name's like Matt, you become like Maddo or Maddie or like. Maddo. So often it's kind of like there'll be like the main Matt. He gets to just be called Matt with no initial. Oh. And then if there's others, it kind of often you call them by their surname. So, or some weird nickname that all the guys had made up and you never knew why they were called that, but. That was them. So oh, was, that's cool. I like that. That's kind of how it got sorted out. So, like, there was, like, the top Matt. And everyone <laughs> else was just, like, you know, Doggo or, like, Wilson or, like, whatever. Whatever, like, yeah. That's really but, cool. You know, we're a bit like that. We love to shorten everything, word-wise, anyway. So, were there any, um, I guess, the first times you started watching high school films or just, you know, in your memory, was there anything... Where you, where you were like, wow, that's really weird. Like, why do they do things like that? Or what's that? Or what's the obsession with this? Um, I don't really know. I think I always sort of felt like my high school experience wasn't a real one because <laughs> I never had all of these American things. We did have, see, we don't call them proms. We call them a formal. Uh, I was going to ask. So um, I did get one of those. It was only for the year 12s none of this like you know the little ears are coming along to the formal as well it was just seniors only but. i mean it's generally like that but i mean you can invite other people but in films it's never like that mm -hmm. because there would not be as much yeah. drama <laughs> yeah or like it's the you know 10 things i hate about you that it's like you know bianca was the only like you know junior invited to the prom like oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were like the one ring in because you were cool but you know, oh, and in Australia, we kind of just refer to it by what grade you're in. So always when I watch movies, obviously I get what a senior is, but I'm never really sure what a sophomore is and what a junior is. I'm always like, what, what age are you? I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what grade you're in. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. is, is a junior like the middle one or is that the first one? Is that the beginning of high no, school? No, no, the, or? the first one is freshman. Ah, yes. Oh, that one as well. I'm always like, what? <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah, the, so, yeah the, so the huge elements of these things. I, I, mm-hmm. That's something I definitely took for granted. I didn't realize other people... I mean, I, I guess I could have assumed, but, but it's something I took for granted. Yeah, freshman is, is like the first year. Sophomore is okay. the second year. Junior is the third year. And senior is, obviously... Uh, okay, so you do four years of high school, because we kind of do three. So we do, like, middle school. It's like seven, eight, nine... And then you have your 10, 11, or 12 is high school. Gotcha. We just, have, we just have three. Yeah, so the nine is the freshman. And, like, you'll see in these films, yeah. the freshmen get picked on or, you know, like, that's just how it yeah, goes. Yeah, because they're, like, the tiny ones that half of them look like they're about 12. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, the baby ones. All right, well, that that makes sense now. I'm glad I can clarify that. I'm just teaching the world here. That That's, yeah. that's what we do yeah. in the slumber party. <laughs> we do it educational. Very much so. So um, you mentioned the whole like team name mascot thing, how that does not exist in Australia. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that doesn't, because the school I went to, because it was like a country school. So it was kind of a lot of the kids that went there, like their parents were farmers and stuff. Um, but they were kind of, we had PE at school. So you'd play sports at school, but there weren't any actual teams. I think because the country thing, it was kind of, all the guys that played footy, they were kind of on the football team of the town that they lived in rather than the school. Gotcha. So yeah. it was more kind of like sport would be a weekend thing. So if you were in a sport team, you'd be doing your footy or you'd play netball or tennis or whatever. But there weren't any teams at the school. I'm, I mean, there might be probably at like fancy schools in the city. Maybe they have teams. I don't, because they gotcha. probably have less access to teams. But yeah, like country people, that's kind of already covered. Gotcha. <laughs> On weekends, but yeah. As you can see from like watching these American high school films, the school teams are very, very important. You know, captain of the football yeah. team is like, <laughs> at least yeah, on film, funny. like the leader of the school, essentially. So yeah, so yeah. I mean, there's not really like town teams. There, there are when you're like younger, but there's not really like teams like that until or till until like the the high professional level. So like the yeah. high school team is like adopted as like the town team so that's why it's such a yeah. big deal so um do you have pop quizzes in australia um well we don't call them that but yeah they'd still you know bring out a a test a test is what we'd have they'd spring them out on us sometimes <laughs> but, um, okay yeah, yeah so yeah here's your pop quiz to earn your varsity letter which gets you on the oh. team <laughs> okay what, what sport am i playing i'm i'm not very good at sports so just keep that in mind <laughs> i was often picked last for the team so just <laughs> that out there. Um. <laughs> you said netball and i only have a vague concept of what netball is so you would probably be the best cage club podcast network netball mm-hmm. player so this is for your netball oh. letter here <laughs> all right oh oh dear i don't think we're gonna win um the game but if i'm a star player (laughs) okay i wrote down the top 10 most popular team names for american high schools i'll give Mm -hmm. you your varsity letter if you can just again completely i know you're just pulling out of the air here yes i completely am i'm flying blind (laughs) if you can (laughs) just pick three of them out of this top 10 list i will give you your varsity letter all right um 
Oh my God, I'm feeling stressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, all right, what's like, well, I guess this pops up in a lot of films. The Wildcat by Only Child? Correct. There you go. You got the that, first one. It's <laughs> like, you know, High School Musical and several other teams. Get your head in the game. I gotta get my, get my head in the game. Yes. <laughs> we're all in this together because we're the Wildcats, but I know that's in a few other movies. Ugh. Our friends on Zack Attack will enjoy that reference. Yes, yes. Um, yep, I'm a big high school. I'm actually I'm not a big high school musical fan, but I have seen all of them. <laughs> um, even the one that came out in the cinema because all the others were TV movies only. Uh, how many more do I have to name? Two more sure. out of ten. All right, out of ten. But you got um, the first one right. You're on a roll here. You're doing well. Oh, all right. Uh, I mean, sometimes they're like animal names, aren't they? That's yeah, like yeah, very much. Um, the bulls. I don't know. No, that's actually a real team, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, no bulls here. No bulls. All right. The raiders. I don't know. Is that a thing? You're guessing like, good I'm team not? names, but not the most popular in the top ten. All right, I'm just, I'm just inventing team names. One okay. of one of them has bull in the name. Uh, the Red Bulls. I don't know. No, that's a drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, I have no idea. The Flying Bulls. No, that's that's stupid. Why am I saying Maybe we'll get off of the bull thing then. <laughs> yeah, I think, we, I think we can move on. Or I should just not have a varsity letter. I think I think I failed. Just name animals. You got this. All right. I, I believe um, you. The Turtles. No, that's not. The loud. Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, the, the Fighting Stallions. Is that something? No. Ah. Stallions. See, you're on the right track. Think like tough animals. Usually they're tough. <laughs> right, tough animals. Um, see, it's like the minute you go like list this thing, I, I've got completely blank. I can't <laughs> think of any tough animals. <laughs> the rhinos. I don't know. Is that, is that a team? I mean, it could be, but just, I guess, not a very common one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're going to have to put me out of my misery. <sighs> Unfortunately, you're not going to earn your, oh. your, your netball letter. You're going to stay on the junior, var- right. junior varsity that's, team. That's probably good for the team. They wouldn't want me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time you're at the slumber party, you'll earn your letter, but today, no. All right. <laughs> you, you could have said eagles. Ah, oh, see, that's a tough animal. Yes. Tigers. Mmm. Panthers. Yeah. You said wildcats. That's the one you got. Uh, warrior, right. Warriors. Not not animal, but still. Yeah, that's still. Lions. Yeah. <clears throat> See, these are all these are all sounding good. Now that I'm <laughs> hearing them. Indians. Um, yes. Bulldogs. That was the bull one. That was the bull one. <laughs> not the flying bulls. The bulldogs. <laughs> Cougars and knights. Ah, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so next time. Next time you learn your letter. Yeah. So let's let's get into this <laughs> interest. Into well, this. I, I don't know if I want to call it's this an interesting masterpiece. Film. Let's uh. go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. the kissing booth. I'm not sure how you feel about this one. Um, well, I first watched it a couple of weeks ago because I was sick. So it seemed like a good time to get on the bandwagon. Because you know, you don't really want anything too taxing when you're sick. That's very true. So I, I kind of thought I'd give it a go. Um, 
I thought it was okay. I don't understand the whole everyone saying it's so bad it's good. I think it's just kind of average. I don't think it's terrible. And it's not amazing. It's just kind of, you know, it's there. Yeah. So we'll give a ranking at the end after our discussion, but it's definitely, it's something I mentioned before. It's not made for, I don't think it's made to be a good film and it's not made for adults, if that makes sense. It's definitely like a young adult thing, but we just did The Breakfast Club and that's a movie that still an adult can watch and understand and feel like they're in high school. This movie didn't really tug at my heartstrings that much. I just felt like no, I, I was either. there watching it, you know? And you're right. Yeah. It's not so bad that it's like, oh, I got to watch this shit show. Nope. And it's not like it was like I was watching this. It's not like it was Teen Witch where I was going like, this is terrible, but it's the best thing I've ever seen because it's just the songs and it's so bad. And like, Are you kidding? I'm so embarrassed. Look at how funky he is. I'm hot and you're not. If someone was rapping, if a white person had been rapping, maybe this movie would have been better. Like if Lee was like, you know, breaking it down, maybe it would have been better. But It's just, yeah. I mean, it's just very uh, tropey and formulaic and it's not, that's not in a good way. A movie we did with our Cage Club co-founder Joey Lewandowski on this podcast, The Edge of 17, that's a movie that honestly has some similar plot points to this one, but it's so much better because they just do things well there. And here, yeah. they kind of... <laughs> it's Yeah, it's kind of like other movies have done it better than this one. Yeah. But obviously, the script wasn't written by a teenager, but I suppose the original story was written by a teenage girl, I believe. Yeah, so that, that was an interesting like fact. The Outsiders, but uh, not, not as good. Yes, <laughs> actually, you're right. S.E. Hinton wrote The Outsiders, and this person yeah. was named, <clears throat> I wrote it somewhere... I think it was Beth yes. something. Beth Reekles, yeah. and she was a Welsh yeah. girl. She she started writing the story on the internet at 15. Uh, she's 24 is now. Lego. And it was a young adult novel. Yeah. And I could see that, and it definitely reads as like a cheap young adult novel. <laughs> yeah. No offense, Beth. But, uh... <laughs> no, good for her. She's 24. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's making money. Good for her. I mean, I don't have a problem with that as a young adult novel because this isn't a young adult novel podcast and I don't read them anyway. So, so that's fine. No, I haven't, and I haven't read one for quite a while because <laughs> I haven't been a young adult for a while. So. Since pe- some people probably who listen to this podcast are not familiar with The Kissing Booth, I like to read the either the back mm-hmm. of the VHS, the back of the DVD. This is just a Netflix film. So I decided yeah. to go into my Netflix and kind of just see what the summary was there and i would read that so here it is yeah by the way if i didn't make it clear already this film was from 2018 this year so when teenager l's first kiss leads to a forbidden romance with the hottest boy in school she risks her relationship with her best friend did i really did i wait short I must not have finished that. Hold on. Did I forget to, like, write the end? Okay, Netflix. Gonna look this up live right here. 
the kissing booth. I must have missed a lot. And I feel like that was it. I feel like it was very just doesn't give a lot away. <laughs> it doesn't give a lot away, but honestly, that's pretty much what most of this movie is about. There's not a lot yeah. to give away. Not really. I mean, it's it's in the title, so I got, I got to verify this. Nope, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot. Just you know, just get in. Just just give it a go. Just watch it. Enjoy your Netflix film, and you know, you'll find out as you go along. <sighs> yep. I might as well just say it again. When teenager L's first kiss leads to forbidden romance with the hottest boy in school, she risks her relationship with her best friend. That is literally all they put to describe this film. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm. So, uh, 13% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, which is very, very bad, obviously. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) 69% audience, which is a little high for me, I think. But I think it's all the uh, tweens poking this score up. Yeah, probably. So want to run through the cast really quickly. They're mostly unknowns. Uh, Joey King kind of has been in other films. I remember her. She was a child actor. She was in like some Ramona film. Ramona. 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 Yeah, I think she was in an episode of New Girl or something. Oh, okay. She was like a small child, but I mean, I'm in my head. She was still about twelve. So <laughs> it scares me a little bit that <laughs> she's a teenager. <laughs> Yeah, and she looks like a teenager, and honestly, like, I don't think she did that bad. I don't think she just had a lot to work with, you know? Like, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I sort of felt like she was good. I felt like if she was in, was given, like, a better movie to be in, I think she would do. Because, like, the voiceover thing, that was, I thought that was good. That was working. She was, she was okay. Like, you know. Yeah, and she plays Elle, and it would almost be more entertaining movie if she was bad, but she actually does a pretty good job of what she was given. So yeah, I think so. the only other couple people I'm going to mention are like the two brothers. So there's Lee, her <clears throat> her best friend, and he's played by Joel Courtney, who's I had not seen him in anything. Um, he was in Super Eight, that J.J. Abrams like, oh! alien. Oh, he was like the, he was the main kid in that. I think yeah, he was. He oh was, my like, god, you awesome! The yeah. one that did all the makeup and stuff. So he was yeah, but. He was that kid. <laughs> okay, wow. Okay, so he is in something. There you go. Yeah, just I think it's mainly just that, but uh. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. I mean, it's it's something. It's a known film. That's a good movie. Yeah. And then his older brother Noah is played by Jake Jacob Elordi or Elordi. Yes. Australian. So. Yes, there we go. I'm being represented in this film. Not really, because because <laughs> I'm not a dude. So, <laughs> but you know, go go Australia. Good job. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know how I felt. I, I definitely did not like this guy's character, I'll be honest with you. So. I thought he was a bit boring. I don't know. He's a boring asshole. <laughs> like he just... Yeah, I don't really know why anything about him was dreamy. I don't, I don't know. Probably if I was at school, I would have thought he was kind of a dick. I don't know. But... Yes, very much so. And the one other person I'm going to mention is Breakfast Club alumni and, well, teen film yeah. goddess. Teen legend of the 80s. Molly Ringwald. Who I feel I feel like she was underused. I could have done with some more scenes with their mum. It's like, come on. Like they introduced her at the beginning, like I don't know, like ten minutes in, not even like, oh my god, Molly Ringwald's in this, I had no idea. And then like you see her two more times. And one of the times she's picking up dirty socks off the floor. Like, come on. 
Give her something to do. An icon. Let her do something cool. Not pick up some dirty song. Exactly. And this movie's so much freaking better with more Molly Ringwald. Because it's just, I don't know, it's something. Anytime she was on screen, I'm like, awesome, Molly Ringwald. To an Ivy League school. Oh, and I invited the Evanses. Do me a favor. Be sweet to Elle. She kind of has a crush on you. Really? I had no idea. Of course you didn't. Boys never do. Shut up! <laughs> Elle has a crush on you. She's not even supposed to be here. And it sucks because, like, look, this is not a great movie, and I feel like mm. they only, like, cast her to validate it a little bit. Like, oh, you see, we got Molly yeah. Ringwald, is it, so this is your generation's breakfast club. It's like, no, Netflix. Definitely no, not. No, no. And I, I think she should have been in it more because I feel like Elle kind of needed some female support because she had absolutely, except for Molly Ringwald, who was barely in it, she had no women, women anywhere. No friends that were girls, no mom. She needs some lady support. In her life. If the original story was not written by a woman, I would be like, this is the most sexist male bu- bullshit in the world, you know? But it still kind of is. Yes, it does have some <laughs> some sexist moments. Quite quite early on as well. Absolutely. Really early on. But I, f- I found this movie had like a really weird... The beginning just seemed really abrupt. You kind of like, you get the Netflix logo and then bam, there's a front of a hospital and someone's talking to you. For Halloween, we went as a doctor. Learned how to ride a bike. Learned how to swim. Got protected by Lee's older brother, Noah, who chased off some bullies who were hassling us. Had to pay protection tax, though. Discovered the place that we love to dance most. Let's just dance. his first fish watch noah in his first fight he won dressed as a fireman for halloween lee went as some weird bird found out that my mom was sick went to visit her in the hospital for the first time tried to get used to seeing her there got in a fight with lee over who was the best dancer made up by getting him ice cream got in a fight with noah for beating up lee made up with noah by letting him fix my bike he is so handy got my first bra didn't really need it discovered i like soccer discovered a way to it was like give me a minute just give me some like credit ease me into this film but it's kind of like off we go here's the story bam absolutely it didn't do it in like a cool like jarring way it was jarring but not in an interesting way like yeah it was jarring in like a weird tv movie kind of way that they were like look we don't have time to spare we just have to just like we're off and we've got some weird elevator type music in the background and we're happening yeah yeah we should mention that netflix seems to be doing this thing where they're deceptively releasing these high school films every like couple weeks or so and they're not promoting them they're just seeing which ones become hits yeah it's interesting it's like what disney used to do with their disney channel or mm. like we have lifetime here with like lifetime movies and hallmark movies just like cheesy oh, ch- yeah. ch- channel yeah. <laughs> so we sometimes get them on our daytime television sort of like at midday if you turn on like channel seven there'll be some either mushy romance thing or something about you know like there's a teen who's pregnant yeah. And so is everyone else at the school. I think recently one popped up that was called like the pregnancy pet. Oh and, yeah, like, we had that one like last year. Sixteen year olds are getting pregnant. <laughs> yeah, no, uh that's like Netflix is like cornering the market on I, I'm glad it's high school films because that means I could do a podcast for forever. Yeah, and we need some more high school films. 
They just haven't been too great. Kind of like there were times because I was born in the nineties, so it was like I was born at the perfect time to love high school movies. Because like when I was a kid, it was all the nineties ones, and they were the best. And then when I was like a teen tween, it was all the two thousands one. And there was like a high school movie coming out all the time, like every few months. There was like another one has Hilary Duff in it or whatever. And then I watched, <laughs> and then I watched all the eighties ones. But now it's like teens of today. They don't really. They get like this. And then maybe like eight months later, there'll be another one. And it's like, they're crying out. They're crying out for teen films. Yeah, well, they're getting a lot of them or that are for like, a, not like this, but they're getting a lot of them that are for like yeah. adult audiences, like in terms of from, yeah. from the parents' perspective and not so much like, there hasn't been great teen masterpieces made lately. I mean, yeah. Lady or they're Bird. like a weird indie one. Like it used to be like, Hollywood yes. was pumping them out, and now it's kind of like no one's giving anyone money to do this, <laughs> and they look like randomly are being made as indie films or ones that you know are nominated for Oscars, like Lady Bird, yeah, which I exactly. like. wasn't It didn't quite have the same feel as like a I'm throwing on a Cinderella story, or like it didn't. It was more like an intense teen thing, not just like a straight up. We're just in high school doing teen stuff. And there's not as many of those films anymore. I don't know. You you mentioned Cinderella Story. Yeah. I just recorded Cinderella Story yesterday. Um, well, there you go. That has a lower Rotten Tomatoes score than this one. Oh, why? That that is a cinematic masterpiece. Just just saying. <laughs> not quite that. No. No, but it. see, the thing with Cinderella Story, I, I wanted to bring it up anyway. Like, it's not great, <laughs> to be honest with you. But Yeah, it's not the best. It has so many more moments than this one. Mm-hmm. And I, like, yeah. there were, like, actors I really liked in it, and I laughed at a lot of things. And it, the bad mm-hmm. stuff was still, like, conversation-worthy, you know? Like, why the hell? Yeah. Like, one of the big points we had and. Guys, if you're listening in order, you already know this because you listened to the episode and you did your homework. But uh, one of the big talking points was like everyone like hates on Hillary Duff, like she's like the, yeah, the ugly girl, but she's but Hillary Duff is like pretty and smart and like perfect in that film. There's no way, and at least she has a job, unlike all of those other lazy buggers <laughs> that make fun of her for like being diner girl. Well, hey, at least she's got some cash on hand. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. We didn't bring it up. I think working at a diner is feel like that's better than washing people's cars all day. I don't know. But well, you see what I mean? Like even in the Cinderella story, there was like more whether you liked it or disliked it, there was more to talk about than in this yeah. film <laughs> this film and like Yeah. I, I have a hard time remembering some of the stuff from this film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of I think I took a lot of notes because I was like I feel like I'm not going to remember what's happening <laughs> so i noticed in this like the way uh this podcast has worked so far or and my previous podcast that the more notes i take usually the more boring the film was yeah because you have to just keep like writing every because yeah other movies you'd probably go like oh this quote was funny but i remember the structure of the film but this like it's i, um, I, don't, I don't really remember but uh <laughs> and by the way uh okay t- two things i want to mention before we go into some scenes but Oh, three things, actually, because I don't know if you know this, the latest gossip from from Teen Beat magazine here, oh. that Joey Joey King and Jacob Ellerty are officially an item after doing this movie yes, together. Yes, I had, had heard about that, and everyone's all about their Instagram. A couple <laughs> photos everywhere. Oh. <laughs> That's probably half of the hype of this film, because everyone's, like, obsessed with the new couple. Like, I mean, they'll be getting engaged in a minute, like the whole yeah, other... Yeah, of course. <laughs> couple of the moment that like you know 
They'll be married what, next week or whatever. But... By the way, Lee, the younger brother, the actor who plays him is older than the Noah oh. character, which I I thought, like, I was really surprised uh, because... Yeah, they don't... <laughs> he doesn't look older, but <clears throat> no. I admit, obviously he has that sort of face that he looks younger. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, so d- just director, I always like to mention the director. His name is Vincent Marcello. Did nothing I've ever he- I've seen, so <laughs> doesn't matter. So <laughs> let's dive into this one. Um, All right. One of the first things I noticed, okay, you know, like whatever. We've seen this so many times, like her best friend's a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've also seen a lot. Parents dying early on, including in yes, Cinderella love- story last <laughs> week. Or- Usually... Mothers. Usually mothers. It's rarely the dad. It's usually they're motherless. I don't I don't know why. We've had two dads pass away in the podcast so far. Um okay. Edge of Seventeen, okay. the dad passed away, and Cinder- uh-huh. Cinderella story, the dad passed away. But Yeah, that's true. But Well both technically passed away in Cinderella story, but but the dad was later, I guess. Yeah, I think the mom was kind of, she was just out of the picture pretty yeah. much straight away. <laughs> yeah, but here it's the mom. The, the first, like, real big note that I wrote was the whole thing where she doesn't have pants, so she gets, like, an old skirt from yeah. like, a previous year, and, yeah, do you remember that scene? I do. That whole bit is, is a mess. And it's also the kind of thing, in real life, if five minutes before you're going to school, you ripped your pants and all you had to put on was pretty much like, you know, a boob tube that looked like a skirt. You'd put on a different pair of pants and you'd just go, all right, I'm probably going to get detention. Or because it's the first day of the year, they'd probably just let it slide because it's the first day back. Nothing really happens on that day. You would not wear something that meant you were bearing your ass to the school. That, That just would not, you would not do that at all or you just not go to school that day anything but going to school wearing that skirt <laughs> yeah. uh, i was thinking about this i would have just worn regular pants like you said yeah i would have taken my ripped pants in with me and be like look this is what happened i didn't really have a choice yeah. i'm really sorry and these were my backups and my backup backup <laughs> is mild is wildly inappropriate so i have not worn that here today because you know absolutely things, things happen but but the, and the yeah. other the other thing in this scene and also overall is like if you remember like the big deal here is that and i'm using their words here that like she grew boobs over the summer and yeah yeah that was kind of like people weren't even focusing on the small skirt it was more like oh hey who's that girl over there she's like developed over the summer change over the last summer right it was true this was the moment that happens to all of us when you suddenly go from invisible to everyone staring at you <gasps> what the hell Tuppin? Uh, it's fine we I, I got this relax tiny flynn how about i relax your face Lee, it's fine i got this <clears throat> i did not think that through no, 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 but, like, um, I mean, I was a little confused because I would imagine a large percentage of the school's population that probably happens to, and everyone's looking at her like she's a freak. Like, what happened to your ch- <laughs> your chest there? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like she was on growth hormones. Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets, you know, no 
going around this. She got sexually harassed by that guy, like yeah. Tupper or something. Or I forgot. Tuppen. <laughs> Tuppen. Why would you call a kid that? Hopefully that's some weird nickname, not his real name. Um, Very Australian. But yeah, it's like you're literally walking to school, the day has begun, and you've been, you know, sexually harassed slash assaulted in the car park. And like, and there's a teacher around because five seconds later, the teacher leaps in when there's a fight, but the teacher doesn't do anything when someone's being, you know, harassed sexually in a school. So that's just fine. But then the minute there's like a punch up, then the teachers step in like, whoa. And then she gets called to the office as well. Like, hang on a second. She is the victim. Why is she she getting in trouble? Um, Excuse me. Hashtag me too. No, seriously. um, And that's the Very inappropriate. That makes this movie so weird to me. Because again, I hate hate to bring up Cinderella's story again. But in Cinderella's story, believe it or not, there's like two or three homophobic jokes. And that's like, yeah. while that's mm. not appropriate, that's mm. that was 2004. Yeah, and it kind of, but for 2018, it's like this is now. Oh, this is a movie made in the Me Too, you know, yes. movement. But don't don't go there. That entire scene did not need to happen. They could have anything could have happened because obviously, like, doesn't take much to set Noah off beating people up. So they could have just made up any reason for there to be a fight and for them to like be in the front office. I don't know. But I just feel like that was completely the wrong choice. Even if, I obviously, I haven't read the story that it was based on. But I feel like you should have changed that bit to something something else. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean, this isn't a beloved, uh, you know, American classic here. You know? Yeah, you wouldn't have people, like, riding in the streets going, oh, my God, he didn't stick to the book. <laughs> I know. So, so, so unnecessary. And, again, I, this movie sometimes is shocking that it, it's made today. It's so weird. Yeah, and the entire conversation that she has with Noah before going into the principal's office, like, it jumps all over the place. One, he's like, you shouldn't treat a girl like that. Then he instantly leaps into, you don't have any experience with boys. You're naive <laughs> and silly. And then he, you know the guy that's the dream guy of this entire film, leaps into wearing a skirt like that, you're asking for it. Yes, um, literally. If any guy ever said that to me, uh, yeah, hashtag spoiler, I would not be dating him by the end of the film. Oh. I would never speak to someone like that again. <laughs> like, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I can't And then he goes it. like, you know, oh, and then she, at least she kind of calls him on it, but it's like, why is he saying that in the first place? And then he tries to make some weird joke and goes like, you know, oh, well, maybe I won't go there because I've like played the whole sexist conversation out in my head and I sound like a dick. Um, newsflash, you already sound like a dick. So just quit while you're ahead because, you know, you've already gone too far. So you hit the nail, you hit the nail on the head there because it's like, I cannot believe that line was in here asking for it. I know. And then she kind of like, after he does that whole sex, and then she laughs like it's like funny. And then she gets called into the principal's office. It's like, no, no. You would instantly just write this guy off and go, whoa, why did I have a crush on this total dickhead? But anyway, um, that's not what happened because the movie doesn't end here. So obviously, nope. obviously we move on from that because otherwise, yeah, the movie would just be really short. It's weird because <laughs> the whole time I'm thinking, like, should I be rooting for this guy? Because I, yeah, it wasn't. It's like you're putting me on the back foot with this guy straight away because he's just he's just violent and kind of a sexist pig. So I, yeah. And violence is a good thing too because this guy this guy I mean not a good thing I'm saying a good thing to bring up because this guy yeah. fights at every chance he gets. That's any any excuse. He's just like bam, 
you drop my banana on the floor I'll beat your face in like it does anything and he always has to try and like say there's a reason like oh Lee was in trouble or like you know they were being sexist to you but like mm, <laughs> I think he's just using that as an excuse because you just have uncontrolled rage and you just can't control yourself yeah so you're just like ugh <laughs> Exactly. That's just how it made me feel. Yeah. I, I, I want to skip over to just, you know, we can't go scene by scene with this film because I really don't want yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's fine. Basically, it turns out that Noah has been, like, cock blocking, essentially, for, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah. Any guy. And that, that entire thing. That worries me a bit as well, because it's like a very... If this was like another movie and was played in a dramatic way, you'd be really concerned, because one, he has like rage problems anyway, and then it's weirdly controlling. So it's like, ooh. If this wasn't like a funny, like, haha, it's high school, it would actually be horrifying, and you would be scared of this guy. <laughs> absolutely, but, uh, absolutely. On paper, this is... In this, it's like, oh no, he's so dreamy, and like, no, he's actually... He's kind of worrying me. He's kind of got that whole not that I've seen the films or read the books but it's like that weird you know 50 shades of gray rubbish that runs like oh no he's doing it out of concern no (laughs) he's like a creepy control freak and you need to just get that toxic masculinity out of your life and just just ignore him just hang out with your best friend who is like who's the best Flynn just just putting that out there because everyone seems to think nowhere is the best one but Everyone is sleeping on Lee because he is like a normal person. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a super. I mean, the the one th- knock on him, and, and we'll get into it, is just like that he doesn't want his friend to date his brother. Be like, he shouldn't like necessarily like stop yeah. it. But also, his brother's an asshole. If that was the reasoning, I'd be like, you know what, dude? Like, yeah, <laughs> I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I kind of feel like Rule Nine was kind of invented because even as a little kid, he was like, actually, this brother, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not okay with this because it's not like that rule was like, you know, don't date my cousin or like, you know. Yeah. It seems like it's more specifically rule nine was actually nothing to do with her family because she has a, she didn't even have a brother at that point. So it's like, she doesn't have any family that he's going to date. No, so it's very true, much true. Just rule like... nine is for L not to date his brother. Like it's. No, absolutely. And I think his brother is kind of, yeah. Ugh, not, <laughs> not the best. <laughs> so when you put it that way, I guess, yeah, no, he is the better Flynn. And he's not like he's, like, bad looking or anything like that. Well, like, I think he's fine. Like, I don't, I don't know, everyone's just, I don't know. Because he's not, like, the scary bad boy on a motorbike with his leather jacket on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically the premise of this film is, they, I think um, the, the good Flynn and uh, L. But they're in like dance club, but they're the only two members of dance club. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a little bit of a thing. <laughs> and they don't play that up to be funny either. No, it's it's very serious because their childhood love of dance on that dancing arcade game thing yeah. has spread over into their teenhood. And you know, I don't know what kind of dancing they do in this dance club because like it, it's hard to tell if they're good at dancing because the game thing they're playing. The steps are kind of laid out. Yeah, that's not... So it's like, do they do contemporary dance? Are they doing, like, hip-hop dance? And if they if they are, I feel like we should have seen that because that would have been a highlight. <laughs> Them doing, like, you know... Like, then rapping. Again, the Teen Witch thing could have happened. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't play Guitar Hero and then start, like, the marching band at my school. 
you know like it's just yeah now i'm in guitar club because <laughs> i am amazing at guitar hero and i feel like they could have gone into that a little bit more i don't, I don't know no because this this film has such t- tonal issues at times that that just makes sense yeah anyway for they, they have a school carnival and they need to raise they, funds yeah. for their club and they decide as you mentioned before and is the title of the film to do a kissing booth yes which again it's a bit creepy i, I just find it a bit is that a real thing like if you went to a school carnival type thing, was that a thing or is that just a movie thing? So it seems like it's a thing. Like I, I know what kissing booths are. I've never seen one in real life, but like it's something that I've seen like in old cartoons and in old uh, like sh- yeah. sh- shows from the fifties. But it seems like it's only like a television thing to get characters to kiss. It might have existed yeah. at one point, but I'll tell you what they would they would never allow that in high school. Uh, now. No, I feel like that would be really inappropriate. And like in She's the Man, there's one. But that one seems even worse because there seems to be adults lining up for that. <laughs> okay. There's like a weird like this like a weird little kid and like a weird older man. I don't, I don't know. I don't, but this one at least it's just high school students. But it's still like it's kinda weird. I don't mm, I feel like that yeah. I feel like a school would go, Yeah, no, no we're not gonna say okay to that <laughs> not only is it unsanitary but it really objectifies people <laughs> so I, so there's no way that yeah. they would like just do that but but whatever the film's called the kissing yeah. booth so there's it's gonna happen it's gonna be there's gonna be a kissing booth so <laughs> well, yeah just quick things you mentioned that uh noah has a motorcycle of course of course he does <laughs> contrary to the end of the film but uh, we'll talk about that later mm. well, i guess one of the plot points is like sh- joey's never been kissed and yeah not joe i mean not the actress l l has never been kissed and she's originally tricked by these popular girls who just again i don't really care about them yeah they're weird i i felt like all of their dialogue was written by like a robot <laughs> yeah that's true or like someone who's never met a teenager, but like some of their lines, it's kind of like, what What are you saying? Like at one point, one of them goes like, give me your numerals, I'll give you a call. <laughs> no, one has, no one has ever said that, ever, in the world. And and like some of the stuff they're saying at that party a bit later on, like when that one's like, I love this hoe. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, yes, girl, get it. Like, oh, who are you? What is happening? strange i don't i don't know why they're co- the cool girls I don't, they're weird <laughs> one of them is british so while i was editing i realized shawnee and myself go on for a while about the kissing booth i mean not everything's positive obviously but it's like the big summer hit so there's, there's a lot to digest so guess what surprise this episode is going to be a two-parter it's my party so just deal with it okay Next week, you're going to get the kissing booth as well. (sighs) Plus, I think it's just about time for bed, no? So tune in next week for the conclusion of our discussion on the kissing booth, the most popular Netflix film of the year. I think that's, like, statistically true. I'll double-check that. But, I mean, again, this thing is getting hit after hit. I don't know if you download on Netflix, but upload. Whatever, it's getting view after view on Netflix. By the way, what did you guys think of The Kissing Booth? I'm sure a lot of you disagree with me. And that's totally fine. I definitely want to hear from you. And lucky for you, that's pretty easy to do. 
So you can drop us a line on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram, High School Slumber Party, HS Slumber Party. We're really easy to find. And hey, if something's good enough to read on air, I'm going to read it. So your homework for next week is to watch The Kissing Booth, if you haven't already. It's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, easy to see. This conversation will make a lot more sense once you see it. But um, you know what? You've been good lately. I'm going to assume you saw it already. So your other assignment, of course, is to get John Cusack to unblock us. Please, come on, guys. It's been months. John Cusack still blocks us. Not happy about it. I need your help. Oh, oh, oh. And check out all the other great shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network. That's cageclub.me, cageclub.me. By the way, I was just featured on a show, Third Time's a Charm with Mike Manzi, my second time on, and the film I did, a very underrated film. Believe it or not, The Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. So there's another show I want you to check out on the Cage Club Podcast Network, and it just had its debut episode, actually, so you definitely want to check it out. And it's a show from a frequent guest on this podcast and somebody who I know very well, Kyle Reinfried, who is and was my co-host on PSI Love Hoffman. His debut solo show just came out, Foodie Films, and his first episode is on Julie and Julia. I had a chance to listen to it. It's an awesome show. It's a funny show. You definitely want to check it out. Are you somebody who likes food? Are you somebody who eats food? Are you somebody who likes movies? You're going to enjoy this podcast. And you can find both Third Time's a Charm, Foodie Films, all the other great podcasts we have, again, on cageclub.me, or on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, really. We're a very, very accessible network. So we mentioned it during the podcast. The film, The Kissing Booth, uses some covers of 80s songs, which I wasn't too happy about, but whatever. And this one actually might be pure blasphemy, but they actually cover Don't You Forget About Me from The Breakfast Club, obviously trying to draw comparisons. So I don't have a 100% confirmation on who does the cover in the film, but I read somewhere in the dark channels, the dark caverns of the internet, that it was some guy called Greg Camp. Who's Greg Camp? Well, it turns out Greg Camp was one of the founding members and leaders of that band Smash Mouth. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid. You remember Smash Mouth. You might as well be walking on the sun. Don't pretend you don't. So guess what? I found a Smash Mouth cover of Don't You Forget About Me. Maybe it's the one in the movie. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But whatever. I'm going to leave you with that. Class dismissed. Troubles and doubts Giving me everything
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.